Hello, everyone. My name is hey. Adam Lines. I am joined by Arian and Mark. What's up? What's up? What's, what's up? up? What's up? What's we up, are back for another episode of the Onica podcast. Uh, this one's not going to be as long as our Emila or Emilia Romagna. Emila. Uh, Emila or the whatever the hell name it was. The race uh, of the tractor got four and five. Yeah, we're done we're with that joke. joke. We're though. done with that joke. It's not going to be as long as that because the race wasn't exciting. But if mm-hmm. you haven't figured it out, we are reviewing the Portuguese Grand Prix. Uh, a race that was a mix of emotions for myself. But that's because my driver's fighting for the championship and not qualifying uh, qualifying ninth uh, and 10th or wherever for I qualified. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, no, it was like six and eight. Hold on. Six and eight. Time. Six and whatever. It was something. No, it was something. <laughs> and, I like how uh, he's got a McLaren hat on. Yeah, but he's, Mark. He's, he's basically Ferrari. Mark, you're Ferrari. This is my yeah. This is my brother's hat. Uh, I I can't find. My I Ferrari deserve that. Hat. I've got a normal hat. I deserve. It's a a I'm not even wearing a hat. Uh, yeah, you got to get with the times, Adam. Shoot. This is a hat exactly. only podcast. Hat. Go get one. Go I get will. a hat. <laughs> I will. I will for the next episode. But anyway, the next one. Uh, if you actually want to know if I'm wearing a hat, check us out on YouTube. We are back on YouTube with a fresh yep. look. Uh, you can finally see our beautiful faces. Uh, a little bit of a f up on my part. Last podcast, I streamed us on Twitch. Went to download the video. Forgot to click the save, uh, <laughs> save video for 14 days, so I couldn't download it. But so yeah. this is our first one on Twitch. Uh, it's going to be streamed on Twitch uh, when we record, which I'll announce every week, and it will be posted on our YouTube. So check us out. Uh, go to our Instagram or just YouTube at the Enica Pod, Twitch at the Enica Pod slash Twitch. And yeah, Portuguese Grand Prix race review. What are your guys' general okay. thoughts? Let's do a quick 30 second race review. Yes. Adam, do you want to start? Yeah, I start. Uh, Max was not on pole. Super mm-hmm. disappointing. I really wanted him to lead the championship. Uh, Lewis won by 29 seconds, so it seemed it felt like a little bit of a flashback to 2020, even though mm-hmm. that wasn't a legit 29 seconds. Yep. Uh, and track limits, it less than three or four meters cost Red Bull a pole, a win, and a fastest, and the fastest lap. lap. Yep. Which yep. was just, they're just awesome. Just fucking awesome it's so i, I love like when how, that happens to my team i like how every single weekend we talk about the the track limits like yeah, it happened with lando a week, a week the last race i mean mm-hmm. and um it, the same thing with max today it's just it, it, i think the track limits are being a bit too hard on the driver especially with this new like if you look at the pre on thursday and friday after after fp1 and after quality max botas and lewis all of them kept saying, I have no grip, I have no grip, I have no grip. Yeah, Max yeah. Max is I I agree that the track limits like I don't I don't think it matters where the track limits are as long mm-hmm. as they the problem is as long as they pick a place right. and keep that consistent throughout the entire weekend. And that's kind of what they did in Imola, and that's what they did in like Lando doesn't matter where those track limits are. Obviously, yeah. the further they are out, the faster the driver can go. Yeah. The further they are out, um, it doesn't matter because if Lando goes over that line, whether it's right on the white line or on the curb or wherever, exactly. the time should get deleted, which is what happened. And unfortunately, 
that happened to Max. It was interesting to me, and it I thought Red Bull might protest it a little bit because yeah. I wasn't uh, too clear on this, and I want to hear your guys' thoughts, obviously, as well. But when in qualifying, Max's time was deleted because he got a snap oversteer going out of that yeah. turn uh, four mm-hmm. up the hill into the back straight, and he went wide, but then he lost five one hundredths. So we lost time. Yeah. So which what I don't get. I, I I get the ruling. I get where the track limit should exist. I get that if a driver goes over, they should be penalized. But mm-hmm. I don't get the ruling behind it. Like it's so different per race weekend, and that shouldn't be the case. I think. Yeah. They they've kind of figured it out in Imola, and I hope they keep it as consistent as they are now in the yeah. future. And I think they will because Formula One is pretty good at learning from their mistakes and making changes. Totally. Like they have drastic rule changes. More than any other sport. Oh my god! Like, every year, yeah, yeah. The rules of cricket and the rules of soccer and hockey have stayed the exact same, pretty much. The exactly. couple of small changes. There's some to, small things, but that's with every sport, yeah. yeah. But it, it's yeah. never like, oh, uh, we're gonna make the hockey rink twice as big, and oh, well, they can't, and uh, so. But when Max Verstappen went over the line, he lost time, so I was a little surprised he got his lap time deleted. But yeah, that those are the rules, and he shouldn't have had a snap of oversteer. No, exactly. that was just kind of unfortunately yeah. his. Uh, yeah, but just just awesome. I just love when love when I see Lewis Hamilton. I was so mad watching the race, just seeing Lewis win, especially over Max. <laughs> All right, I remember Mark. watching it. I remember watching it with the boys, and like mm-hmm. as soon as as soon as Lewis overtook Val uh, I think it was. Yep, the yeah. P one. At the beginning of the race, I'm like, okay, he's winning this. He's going to storm off ahead. He's not going to be in the race anymore, and it's going to be a Lewis win. We could talk about that That's later because yeah. I have some I have some comments on that. And, Mark, you've heard mm. a yeah. few of mine. I, I, got a, I got a text angrily, this morning. Angrily this morning. <laughs> but first, Mark, 30 seconds, review the race. What is your general? Boom, 30 seconds, go. Uh, I thought it was kind of boring. Uh, it kind of happened exactly how I expected it to happen. You know, this whole year is going to be a Mercedes Mercedes one three. No, no, no. Consistently yep. with Rhett, with Max oh, no, in the no, middle. No. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. Ah oh, man, come on. How, what do you mean? I feel, I feel Mercedes are less dominant than they were last year at least. Oh yeah, last absolutely. Year was a guaranteed yeah. one. Oh no, absolutely. But they're substantially year? they're less dominant, but it's gonna your your yeah. top three are gonna be your top three pretty much all season because Checo's good, but he's not like he's he, to, he's been kind of. Where he's supposed to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. For me, for a first not like, Bull, I think. Yeah, he's not yeah. like he's not underperforming. He's not overperforming. Um, yeah. and Valtteri is Valtteri, so he's not very good. So I think you're gonna see the uh, like obviously it's racing, so anything can happen. But you, yeah. you're gonna see a, a Max Lewis one two almost every weekend. Uh, I assume so. With a with a Valtteri three probably or a Checo or who yeah. knows throw fucking. Could be Lando, Lando, could be Shaw, could, could be yeah, could be uh, I don't yeah. know whoever else. Leclerc. Like no, not 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 Leclerc. I mean, okay, well, tractor in the podium. It, it kind of okay. won't fit on the podium. I'm, I am done with these jokes. They're doing, <laughs> they're I, doing well. How can you even say that? <laughs> I, <laughs> they're doing well, but like, they're Ferrari. They, they're not supposed to be. They're not supposed to be. What, what were they today? Six and eight. Uh, no, they, they finished six and. Uh, a science version eleventh, but it's eleventh. Yeah, he had it. Yeah, he didn't have to be there. No, yeah, supposed to be Mark, there's there are a lot of factors. Merck is like six and eleven. If if let's say Lewis finished six and Valtteri finished eleventh, you would say Merck had a bad weekend. 
Yeah, until Ferrari different... compete for a win, I don't think they're back to where they were. No, well, but no one argued. That. No one argued that they're back to the way they were. I just think you need to put a little more respect on their uh, name than you are. Last season, there's a lot of there are a lot of factors that determine the like where Ferrari is right now. Part of it is signs. This is his third race in that car. Day and a half of testing, barely. Yeah, and they got some good running in, but day and a half of testing. And that's it. Figuring out a car on a track he's never raced before besides one year. Mm-hmm. So, and the Ferrari has taken a massive step forward. They got a Sebastian Vettel. Yeah. Sebastian Vettel left. Uh, Signs is performing exceptionally well considering this is his third race. Yeah. And considering where they were last year, they're doing pretty good. They're a third True. or fourth place team this year. Mm-hmm. They might fight for third. Mm-hmm. Fourth place is looking a little bit more realistic for mm-hmm. them, but At the moment because McLaren's gonna, probably going to sit third. Yeah, yeah, and I like that. If if Daniel can get out of Q one, it broke my heart. I, I don't. I don't. Bro- it, I when I, I I wasn't watching the call. I was just because I, I was like training, but I couldn't. I when I walked out of training and I look at Q one, I see Danny Rick. Oh, I'm like, oh, he must have spun out or something must have happened to damage his lap. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when slow. I looked at the replay, I'm like, he was just, he was just slow. Yeah, there was no yeah, way the he, grip, he was getting into Q2. When, when you're driving, this is a track where like understanding the car at a level deeper than Daniel Ricciardo will understand that Renault, uh, mm-hmm. that McLaren, <laughs> McLaren. Um, is really important because the grip was so the grip was really bad. Yeah, and he just. Like Lando would have just had more control over that car and understood at what point in the corner of each corner is it going to understeer. He knows the types of corners. He knows the car. So I think he just has more of a knowledge of it where Daniel just didn't really have that knowledge. He was really struggling on his lap. And I think uh, Zach Brown mentioned this in the broadcast this morning. I think he had a poor first sector. He's under pressure. New team. Wants to perform. Beat his teammate. Uh, so he had a poor first sector, got angry, and losing your cool in a sport where you shouldn't lose your cool is really not good. No, and he kind of got a little, uh, a little antsy, tried to break a little bit later, go a little bit faster in a corner, and all that shit. That just costs you time. You're not making up time because yeah. it's a very specific like layout they follow and track and speeds they follow, and if the, you go a little bit over that. And it, it can uh, bite you in the ass. Unless you're doing it in practice, trying to find the limit. But mm-hmm, he's yeah. just past the limit. Which he is needs to he needs to get up, I think. I think I think we know he can do it and I trust he can do it. And I hope he can do it. Mm-hmm. Well he's a race but, winner. He should be able to do it. Yeah, he should be but I didn't think he'll be this bad. I knew it would take a few races for him to get used to the car. Guys, keep in mind worries, it's only the third race of the season. Like yeah, let him settle in. I, I I thought he'd be a little more competitive looking how competitive mm-hmm. McLaren is. If Landon could get a podium last week on his pace, not because of what happened, but on his pace as well. Yeah, and that was that was all him. Yeah, it was all him. All his he was looking competitive from Friday, mm-hmm. from Saturday. I mean, yep. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I think he needs to step up his game a bit more. But to be fair, it's a third race, and he took a year to get to the to the Renault. Yeah, he finished. Yeah, give him time. He, he finished yeah. seventh. He was pretty slow in Bahrain. Yeah, but he was still like. You know, he was still up there. Uh, in, but Imola was such a difficult race for, like, for the, all the drivers. So especially, Facts. look at Sainz. I don't know how the hell Sainz finished fifth. He was off everywhere. Yeah. Even uh, Perez. Like, he was, he, yeah. I thought I thought he would compete with the top three a lot. Or 
with Bottas at least a lot more than he did. The race pace was very poor, yeah. and it it came up the tire temperatures, and it was kind of the same thing. Like yeah. you know, uh, he Ricardo went for the safer strategy this this time around. He didn't go for the aggressive on the softs. He went mediums, mm-hmm. which yeah. was smart. And it was really difficult for the drivers on mediums, especially last year, but this year as well, to get those tires up to temperature. Yeah. And so he struggled in the beginning of the race, but he came back till 11th. I think, uh, he, no, 9th. He got points, yeah. right? He finished 9th. He got, he yeah. Finished so ninth. I, coming, like, you know, getting eight places and coming up the field. Yeah. It, that, like, that was a pretty impressive uh, performance for him. He's not going to be in my tops. Yeah. He might but he's not going to be in the flops either. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, but yeah, so the race, yeah, not, there was not a lot to talk about. Nobody made contact. It's very boring. Like, I'm not yeah. going to lie. It's one of the races, like, to be Aside honest, from Raikkonen, made, no one else really yeah. made contact at all. Yeah. I was just about to say that. It's, when the safety car came on, I'm like, okay, something exciting. And then, like, for the first time, Mazza, Mazza spin didn't spin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Finished race. Wait, I don't know if you guys saw this. You congratulations, he... he finished the race. Yeah, I mean, did you guys one. see he was a whole minute behind Mick Schumacher? Yeah, he almost got <laughs> lapped by his teammate. He got lapped oh almost got lapped by Mick. Oh, he almost got lapped by his teammate. He got lapped by everyone except for oh, um, yeah. Schumacher and Latifi. Schumacher. I'm proud of Schumacher. You just, you just wait until we get to the tops and flops uh, segment of this oh, podcast. I'm going to Number just... one flop. Yeah. Has a spin. <laughs> As a spin. And but second, yeah. Yuki. I'm sorry, Yuki. I, uh, yeah. I know Port- it's a new. I knew it's a new car. I know he's never driven here before. I know all mm. of that. But I mean, come on. Yeah, it was a little. Uh, little off-putting. Mark's enjoying some uh, some ketchup chips. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I, uh, I I haven't eaten at all today, so I was trying to get a little snack and I'm trying. Oh boy, <laughs> it's uh. If- if you it's it's dinner time working. where we are um yeah i finished it's my great beautiful beautiful <laughs> 6 p.m uh eastern standard time that we're recording right now but yeah yeah so so there were so some don't drivers mind those i'm boat. trying to i'm trying to make the i'm trying to make sure you don't hear them but uh we'll, we'll get yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that yeah i yeah, so the start, nothing really exciting happened. Raikkonen just made it just a rookie mistake. He was just was not paying attention, didn't realize his speed coming up on his teammate. Lucky he didn't give Gio a, Giovinazzi a puncture and just took himself out of the race, which was very unfortunate. I think he might have been able to get back to the pits. Maybe. Maybe. If he was fighting for Maybe. a championship, I think he'd try a little bit harder. But he just went off and then parked in the gravel and was like, all right, this isn't worth it. Which, the dude's uh, like he, he just does it for fun he's yeah. he's he's said that before so like he's like whatever it's, man it's like a hobby it's a hobby like it's a hobby like i honestly if, if i was in his situation i would have done the same thing i'd have been like whatever yeah. man i'm done i don't got <laughs> i came up i showed up i i'm not winning this one <laughs> <laughs> i got the money i got it i'm good yeah yeah, yeah. no I'm, i mean I'm, hey what if you want to pay me to drive a formula 1 car around for a year i'd, I'd do it as a hobby i would do it for free yeah, I pay. For free. I looked I into have, it. I, I don't have that much money. <laughs> no, I don't think not a lot of people in the world have that much money. Fact, you looked into it, Adam. How did that? Go? How did that search go? It's about fifteen thousand euros to do uh, four oh, laps or, in Barcelona. Four, so, four, four laps. laps in what car? It, it looks like a two thousand and six Williams. <laughs> oh really? Um, like, yeah, they drive it. Yep, 
You actually drive it around Barcelona. Oh my god. Dang. That's pretty sick. Impressive. It's like twenty five thousand holy shit. <laughs> shit ton of money. That's stupid. Hey, That's hey stupid. if someone if I you know if I had uh, that much money to spend, you know yeah. uh, But anyway. The uh besides Riken and crashing, the start, yeah, it wasn't that exciting. There weren't there were weren't any even any overtakes. Or Apart barely from the top any three, really. I don't see Everything was just a DRS move. Yeah. Nothing, nothing mm-hmm. exciting. I mean, Botas. Talk about it, Adam. Come on, give it to us. So Botas just, oh, he just, it's unbelievable to me, actually, just how how uncompetitive he is. I was, I've been lucky enough to watch Formula One for long enough where I remember, like, the Nico Rosberg and oh. Hamilton days. That move that Hamilton right. made on... Bottas would have never happened if Rosberg was in that car. It just wouldn't That's... have happened. He, he gave Bottas... him the room to legit come overtake me. Yeah, well, he, he gave he, he pinched he himself. Him... He pinched himself. He put himself yeah, in a but... spot where he couldn't he couldn't stop it. And Hamilton's so much quicker than him. Um, even not the quicker. Even if car. even have, even if Valtteri is quicker, why would you choose? That's a rookie mistake. Going down on the right, mm-hmm. like squeezing yourself where you have no because you know he's gonna push you. You know he has DRS. You know he's gonna break late. Yeah, but he also doesn't even if he even if he misses his apex, he will do it because he needs to be in. The, he needs to be first. I think Valtteri yeah. knows what Valtteri is, uh, and yeah, he to be to, to be completely honest with you, I know he says he doesn't, and I know Drive to Survive this year made him look like that's not the case, but mm. Uh, mm. I think Valtteri knows what Valtteri is, and he's their so second cool. driver. I think it's got to his head. He's their second driver. I think it's got to head. Like Toto will never admit it. It's the same. The Christian Horner won't admit that yeah. uh, Checo is their second driver. Mm. They both are. I'm sorry. Like, like if you're if your number one guy is coming through and actually fighting for a, a championship, you're gonna let him by. And I think that was a way for Bottas to do it semi inconspicuously, but also take some heat because totally. he, he's a bad driver. Yeah, that's one kind of theory. The other there was he just just it was just a really bad defensive move. He. Like I think he thought that Hamilton Hamilton faked him out really hard though. Like you should not. You've been driving oh, in the yeah. sports in 2014 or 2013. You should not be faked out that hard by your teammate. He Hamilton was coming up behind him. He had a lot of speed on him, but Bottas yeah. went down the inside, compromised his racing line. Yeah, and. Like you said, he pinched himself, left himself in the corner, gave Hamilton just kind of made a little bit of a move to the middle yeah. of the track, then went out, took the racing line, and overtook him in like the easiest move of the century. And then that opens up the can of worms of Verstappen, who beautiful, he made an overtake on Hamilton. Hamilton at the start of the race was struggling really hard with his tires. I thought it was going to be a third place finish for sure. I thought Max was going to win, but Max just. The thing is, Mercedes was so strong in that third sector, and it's such a problem on a track when that back straight is one of the like kind of one of the real only overtaking spots on the track. Yep. If you guys agree. Yeah, I think so. There's the back there's the back straight as well. Uh where obviously turn four-ish where um Verstappen made that move on when he made his move on Bottas. Or Hamilton, sorry. Um, but yeah, Mercedes is so Red Bull was really strong in the second sector and the first as well, but Mercedes was yeah. so strong in the third sector that 
Max would catch up, and then he and just couldn't it. get close enough going around that last complex, like 30, turn 15, 40, yeah, to even to get close enough to make an overtake. So yeah. he gets just stuck in this vicious cycle of getting close to the third sector, then having, uh, then having, yeah, then Mercedes just pushes back. And so, uh, so it happened at Turkey as well. I remember seeing, I think mm-hmm. it was one of the, I don't remember who it was, but when the, when the conditions weren't that great, it could compete the entire lap. And as soon as it got to sector three, they just had to cool down the tires that so much. Yeah. That they had to give up and they couldn't actually accelerate. So I think the same thing happened with Max today as well. Well, on mm-hmm. the race that. I think he pushed and, so much in sector one and two that sector three, which is practically impossible for him to push even more, and he's going to ruin the tire that way. Yeah, and it's just red. It's just Mercedes. Like that's the kinds of corners and the yeah. kinds of sectors that they really strive at. And yeah. so I thought Max Verstappen was going to compromise because his tires were running out. Yeah. By the end of like the lap, because yeah, they heat up, and then you get on the straight, and then they kind of cool down a little bit, yeah. I guess, but. I thought he would go a little bit slower so he could save some tire life for the end of the lap, but yeah. that's just not how it worked. But Max was he Max did everything that he could. Ma- in this race. Yeah. Like he, and a P two, I I'll take P two and uh, fastest lap, which he got taken yeah. away from him. But I, I'll I'll take that any day. I mean, his start was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Like every time, his start yeah, is always start. amazing. But the best thing Fantastic. was. It ha- did you guys see after the safety car when Valtteri started? Uh no. I don't After think safety I car, I Valtteri was like backing up Lewis and Max together, and like they were side by side, and I guess Lewis was focusing on Max being side by side, not letting him by. At that point, Valtteri just mm. sped off, and he gained, I think it was a twenty-five. No, was it fifteen to twenty seconds from that start? And then Max jumped Lewis as well. Oh, so was 15, fifteen to twenty seconds. Sorry, was it no? It was one or two tenths, sorry. My bad. Was that 15 or 20 seconds? No, 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 no. Yeah, Lewis. One or two tenths. Yeah, Lewis, Lewis really thought that... We can talk about the safety car restart, actually. Uh, Lewis really thought that Valtteri was going to... Um, Valtteri was going to go right to the safety car line like he did in uh, the Tuscan Grand Prix. Yeah. And he didn't. And Hamilton was kind of caught lacking. And Max... Max wasn't, which was yeah. amazing. But exactly, yeah. When Valtteri, but then obviously Hamilton. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> the frustrations out. Well, the frustration was, is out. Well, that was just that was so upsetting to see that that little sigh right there, Adam. Broke, <laughs> broke my heart. <laughs> all I want, Aww. all I want is for Max to lead the championship. I just want to see him at the top of the championship. For Christmas is Max. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I wanted. Didn't get it. But he's only eight points behind. Yeah. That's not that much. He's a lot more competitive than last year, so that's a positive sign. Uh, The Algarve circuit, like that track, is also suited to Mercedes. And the cooler conditions, also suited to Mercedes. Uh... I thought they would struggle a little bit more than they did. It's going to be the same thing in Barcelona. I wouldn't yeah. expect great things from Max in Barcelona. I mean, he's going to deliver amazing in Barcelona. But I wouldn't expect great things from Red Bull in Barcelona either, if I'm being honest. It's kind of the yeah. same setup. If it's really hot or yeah. Mercedes just can't get the balance right or they crash, then knock on wood. Yeah. Then it'll be Max's day, but... 
Maybe we're going to yeah. have a re- repeat of 2016 where the Mercedes take each yeah. other out of the race That'd safely. Cool. That'd be cool. Obviously. That'd yeah, be only, pretty cool. That would be sick. I wouldn't be happy with that. Only, only if both the drivers are okay, though, obviously. But And then Max comes yeah. for a win five years after his... Uh, see, Five years after his first win, like how uh, Martin Brundle announced Nico Rosberg mm-hmm. winning the 2016 championship. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty-five years after his father. Oh, the, uh, that was great. I watched that race today after after no, watching yeah. the after watching the um the the race today. Yeah, I can can reminisce. Uh, oh yeah, Bahrain, Belgium, Austria, Hungary. Yeah, yeah Hungary. I don't really remember. 2016 but pretty much any race but that was such yeah. a great year mm-hmm. for the yeah. yeah not for feel- nine nine of the ten teams though good year for mercedes yeah good year but every i think time. generally like 2016 and when vettel won to 2011 2012 the first mm-hmm. year he won that was probably the two best years i've seen of f1 like 20, 20 like 2010 yeah the first 10 yeah, 20, yeah yeah one of them sorry 2010 or 11 yeah. The like I was watching the 2011 China Grand Prix today this morning when I woke up. The one where uh, Mark Webber went from 18th to third. Mm-hmm. Like that that era of just F1 was was so fun to watch. Oh my god, the grid back that like 10 years ago was so cool. Oh yeah, the, the 2012 season was is one of the greatest seasons of all time. I mean, you think oh, the other ones 1990, yeah. 1989, 1996, uh, 1976, Seven, seven of the first eight races, uh, or something like that. Okay, so Button won in Austria, um, Alonso in Malaysia, Rosberg in China, Vettel in Bahrain, Maldonado in Spain, Weber in Monaco, Hamilton in Canada, and Alonso again in Europe. Like that was the, that was the start of the season, and then it was like Weber, Alonso, Hamilton, Button, Hamilton, Vettel, 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 Reikin, Hamilton, Button. (laughs) Is how that went. But that the that's the start to that season. Just ridiculous. Like amazing. This season this season will be pretty good. And this race, you know, like I I enjoyed the uh, Portuguese Grand Prix probably a little bit more than you too, as McLaren Mm. and Ferrari fans. Again, is just I thought like it was I just had that little glimmer of hope. Oh, Max is gonna catch up to Hamilton. Hamilton's yeah. gonna get caught up by these back markers. I just love when Checo was leading. Like I was so happy. Oh, I just yeah. saw P one Perez. I was like <laughs> pumping in my seat. I'm like, oh, she, finally. He did. He was exactly where Red Bull needed him to be. It, it was perfect. He, he. This is something that Pierre Gasly and um, Alex Alexander Albon. Albon did virtually never. I don't think they ever yeah. were in that position where Max Pitts. Lewis pits. Max is behind Lewis. Yeah. Lewis yeah. catches up to yeah. the Red Bull second driver, and then he can hold him off as Max catches up. It didn't really work. Perez yeah. got screwed over by Mazepin. I don't know what the hell happened there. <laughs> Mazepin yeah. just he went wide to let him like overtake him, 
and then just completely cut him off. I I don't know. I don't know what was really going on. I mean, on he was a that. minute behind his teammate, so I don't yeah. think he has a liberty to even defend himself. It was his fifth blue flag, too. I don't know. I was, but, yeah, the Sergio yeah. Perez, that's, you know, that's exactly where he, exactly where he needs to be. Which uh, that and that's exactly where Red Bull wanted to, which is perfect. A P four finish doesn't get much better than that for Red Bull. Um, obviously, like a P three would be nice as well. Uh, P four finish. He was able to stay out on those softs, keep up with Mercedes as they kind of caught up with him, and was yeah. able to hold Hamilton up. Didn't work out today, but it was the right idea. Mm-hmm. But Hamilton, totally. All right, yeah, Hamilton was just quick. So I think now they have... just need him. Okay, go. Ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Go, go ahead. I think now they just need him to compete a bit more with Valtteri. Yep. But, but as time goes on, he will compete. Well, he's only, yeah, he's only raced for the, in that car for three races. Give him time. Exactly. Mm. If he, in, in three races, he's shown a lot more than Gasly or Alex ever did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, he, as, he, as he should. He's a veteran who's been doing this a long time. Exactly. Who's a race exactly. winner. And is, yeah, as he should. <laughs> like. Yeah, because where race winner now as well. <laughs> yeah, yes. where Red Bull need him, I've mentioned this obviously just thirty seconds ago. But where Red Bull need him to be is behind Max, holding up Mercedes. He needs to hold off, um, Bottas, or he needs to get where he's like maybe twenty seconds behind, and the pit stop like today. That's the perfect scenario. And then winning a couple of races when he can, like getting a couple of podiums, getting the points for Red Max Bull. Max is a bad day. Compete with the Mercs instead of finishing. Yeah, yeah like if, if Max DNS, he needs to be getting 18 points or 15 points. He needs to be getting a P2 or, even, or P3. Or even P1. Yeah, or P1 would be ideal. But, you know, okay. if it's like a, a race where Hamilton's just dominating, it can't be like a Max DNFs and it's a surprise Lando podium. That's not what Red Bull needs. No. That's what no. McLaren needs, but Red Bull needs those points. But yeah, so I think, uh, Mark, you just mentioned it's a good time to take a little bit of a break and uh, from rambling on about the race and do a Portuguese Grand Prix quiz. Yes, sir. I have another one lined Ooh, up. Special quiz. I know absolutely nothing about the Portuguese Grand <laughs> well, Prix. You should know a little history. something because this is a Red Bull. This is a quiz from Red Bull.com. Uh, so well, hopefully, hopefully, you know, at least something. OK. Which of these circuits has not hosted a Formula One Portuguese Grand Prix. Hmm. Is it Estoril, or whatever you say it? I said it with a French accent, sorry. Uh, Boa Vista, Monsanto Park, or Braga? C, because I've never heard of C. B. Okay, well, I, which one, you got you to gotta consolidate here. because You go for it, B. B? Stu. Yeah. Oh, the answer is, it's, you're wrong. The answer was Braga. Ah. Okay. I, I should have, they haven't hosted a race in Portugal since 1996. What was, what was Max's best time in FP3? Was it A, a minute 15, uh, 998? B, a minute 16, 812? C, a minute 17, 653? Or D, a minute 18, 905? D? I'll go with that. Yeah. yeah that's an easy. Oh, you're it wrong. It was B, a minute 16. Oh, shit. What, fin- what position did Alex Albon finish last year in FP3? Wait, was this FP3 of 2021? No, this is all... This is this is Portuguese Grand Prix. 
So when you said what position did Max like what, what, what was time? It? No, did... yeah, yeah. This is based off of your twenty twenty numbers. This this I got this. I pulled okay, this quiz up on. yesterday. Mark, <laughs> you did me dirty on that one. Okay, you did well, me okay. absolutely dirty. You're welcome. All right. A minute sixteen makes a lot of sense for twenty twenty. Okay. In what position did Alex finish at FP three last year? P three, four, five, or six? Uh, I'm gonna go P four. Seems like a very P four type of practice session. All right, Arian, do you concur? Concur. All right, nothing oh. out of him, so we're gonna say P four. Ooh, you are wrong again. P five. Oh, Monday. Get in there, Lewis. All right, qualifying was delayed by thirty minutes, but why? Was it A, a drain cover required <laughs> repair? B, drain. new tarmac needed laying? C, animals were on the track? Or D, sto- oh. fans had stormed the track? It was, uh, oh. Uh, I'm trying to remember if it was, uh, there's definitely viewers listening to this podcast. I pretty much say this every question. They're just screaming the answer in their car. Yeah. So hi. Um, <laughs> Uh, was it a drain cover or, or was it? I think it was the tarmac. It's, you think it's tarmac? Yeah, I think, I think it's it changed the tarmac. Okay, well, Arian no, saying no, no, drain no. cover. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say animal. Okay, Arian saying animals. Adam saying tarmac. The answer is drain cover. Wow. <laughs> oh, I was right. Why not stick with it? I thought they made the drain cover. I thought they made a drain cover change in. Uh, I thought it was turkey. Oh. Yeah, same here. Alrighty. Oh, but I remember Malaysia 2017 to do it. Last year, what positions did uh, Max and Alex qualify? P3 and 6, 2 and 4, 3 and 4, or 4 and 7? Uh, no, 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 4 and 7. First of all, I remember I remember the um, the Portuguese Grand Prix last year, the qualifying. Because uh, I was worried the qualifying wasn't going to take place. Yep. Because I was watching. That was one of our first podcasts. Yeah. It was our second one, I think. Yeah. Maybe we're first race for you. Uh, I'm gonna say three and six. Three and six out of Ari and what yeah, do you I was got? Thinking, I was gonna go three and six as well. Okay, you guys are correct. Wow, that's your first one. Us. You're Easy. one for five right now. Who did Max five? have contact with at turn four of the opening Stroll. lap? Stroll. Stroll. <laughs> Jump the gun. Thought it was Easy. turn one. Nope, definitely it was not Stroll. Mark <laughs> Was it Stroll, Checo, Signs, or Norris? Uh, I think it was Checo. You think it was Checo? 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 Checo. Sure. Checo it was Checo. Checo. Yeah. Stroll you guys are two for six. Stroll was turn one where he called him my... Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. Yeah. term. Uh, how many laps term. did Max complete on his soft tires? Is it 18, 26. 30, 23, or 27? 27. I'm going to go 23. All right. The answer is correct, Adam. Twenty-three. Oh, close. Three for three. The goal, Mark, is by the end of this season to beat you in one quiz, just one quiz. All right. What number get, podium get was this for Max uh, at Portugal last year? Was it thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty, or forty-one? Uh, forty-one. Um. I don't think it's 40. I don't think it was 41. I, was Portugal early in the season? Portugal yeah, it was. was not that early last year. We were record. We did a podcast on it. Oh, yeah. It was later in the season. I'm going to go, yeah, 40. 
40? All right. The answer is correct. 40th podium. You are now four for nine. Four for nine. Wow. Um, no questions. There's two more. Yeah. Uh, what was the time of the team's fastest pit stop of that day? Was it 1.83 1. 1. No. seconds, 1.86, 1.87, or 1.96 seconds? Uh, I think it was... 1. Yeah, 0. 0.83. 1.83? 1. You are wrong. It was 1.86 seconds. Damn. Wow. I'd... How many points did How many points did Red Bull have... After the Portuguese Grand Prix of last season, was it A, 211, B, 221, C, 231, or D, 226? The D. Uh, when in doubt, go D. I think 226. Yeah, oh, you're correct. Congratulations, Adam and Ari. And you guys went... Five for ten on that quiz, fifty percent. You got the Algarve wow, average. Asked. I'll take a fifty percent. I'm coming for yeah. that hundred percent though, Mark. I'm coming okay, for it. Okay. Um okay. the the website that I got this quiz off, thank you, redbull.com, says you your score was five out of ten, the Algarve average. Well, it's a pass, but you must be disappointed. You know you can do better. I pass, that's all I care about. <laughs> Just like, hey, I might have passed this quiz, but Max couldn't pass Bortas. So, you know. Oh. Oh. Oh, wrecking is a teammate. I know. I know. It it really be be your own fan. Yikes. Yikes. Alrighty, well, that's the quiz I had for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, It was specifically targeted at you, Adam, as a Red Bull fan. Mm -hmm. I was disappointed in your knowledge of exactly how Red Bull did last year. Pointer. Well, Red Bull, last time Port, uh, F1 visited Portugal, Red Bull wasn't a team in 1996, before 2020. So, And then you kind of screwed me on that one question where you're like, what's Max's FP3 time? Be fair. Doesn't specify 2020. To be fair, he did say, did say previous one Grand Prix. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Adam. But just you did listen. say the quiz came out yesterday, so that was after Saturday quality. To be so fair. No, I got, I got the quiz yesterday. It's an older quiz. It's from last year. Yeah. So you got it yesterday before the quiz anyway. Correct. Moving on. Moving on. Let's do the, the flop. And oh, it's still, still a little bit to talk about. I just... Go for it. Uh, uh, so... Yeah, but... Yeah, to sum up, the end of the race, again, nothing really exciting. It was a little interesting, I guess, watching the drivers go for the fastest lap. Like, that was pretty cool to see. Like, I didn't know if Max was going to get it. Got screwed by track limits. I called it as soon as he uh, went over the limits. Like, I saw him go over when I was I was watching his onboard, and I was like, it's going to be deleted. And, but besides that, actually, besides that, Mick Schumacher, what a race. And yeah, by what legend. a race, I mean, he didn't spin, didn't crash, and he made an overtake on Markham's very own Nicholas Latifi. Latifi. Shout out Toronto boy. Yep. He that, was a minute plus over than his teammate. Yeah. Yep. A minute faster than his teammate. That is, it was a really solid drive. I actually watched his onboard because I just, I have F1 TV 
threw on his onboard for the last like 20 laps and he was struggling a little bit, you know, but that was just like rookie, you're on old tires. Yeah, you don't know the track that well or Formula One. The first time following behind in a Formula One car. Yeah. He's ever done that before. And I need to book a therapy session with his race engineer. Like, honestly. (laughs) Like, it's the most calm, soothing voice I've ever heard. It was Apparently, like, Ferrari requested for Mick to have him. Oh, yeah? For who? It was K-Mags. He he was K-Mags engineer, I think. Right. Wrong. Mm. The Ferrari requested him over... um, yeah. Nikita has. Yeah. Well, that race, he actually he felt like he was part of the grid and didn't feel like he was just spinning. I you know, I had a little bit more time to kind of focus on him because there wasn't as much action at the front of the grid. But yeah. Just solid race from him. He made a legitimate overtake on Nicholas Latifi, which was really cool to see. Uh it was a, s- a sick move. Uh yep. uh it wasn't really actually a sick move. I was Thinking of his uh, around the outside attempt in turn five, but this was Nick Nicholas Latifi feeling the pressure for 18th place, <laughs> locked up, had oh, a buddy. massive lock oh, up. Buddy, if you can't, if you listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, okay? If you don't feel the pressure, even trying to get 17th place over 18th place, then you shouldn't be in that sport. So I believe exactly that. Sad. Was he pressure. got overtaken by Haas. Like, I mean, yeah, that's not a good day. For him. Bad. Can your day actually go? Well, another yeah. bad day for someone was. No, uh, his this day, one... Hold on, let me just say one thing. I don't think his day actually was that bad because then he got to go home and take a shower uh, in solid gold, because that's how much money he's worth. So you know, you realistically, he could he could spend his whole life not winning a single race, and he would be fine because at the end of the day, he could go home and still be super loaded. Just gonna throw that out there. I don't think that's really what he's in I, Formula I One for. It. No, it is. I it think Nikita might be. Nikita, I think that, Nikita might do that, but Latifi, yeah. I think, is a nice guy. No, he's a, he I is think a nice guy. I'm just I'm waking just up. At, waking up every day. Nicholas Latifi has taken a massive step up since uh, last year. I've noticed in just testing, and then the first two races. This race, uh, not so much. He really struggled to figure out the track, but a lot of people struggled. Uh, Lance Stroll really struggled, and a lot of people Vettel did very well. well. Esteban Ocon did fantastic. Vettel Q3 appearance from him mm-hmm. was amazing. Uh, Ocon qualified like sixth, or eighth, or something. He was way up there. That was fantastic. He qualified sixth, yeah. So, a, an an exceptional. Also, Alonso Alonso finishing P8 was pretty nice to see. Getting back in the points. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited for next weekend, for the sole reason that it's going to be Alonso in Spain again. Is there? Are they having Spain. people in the, on that like go? I am not entirely sure. I'm looking that up right now. It was, yeah, it was a great weekend for for Alpine. Yeah, like, probably was, one of the best weekends they've had this entire season. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, three races. There's not a lot to a lot yeah. of not a lot of good bad weekends. No, I mean, to pick I think from. one. Yeah, no fans like, in Spain. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Hold Is on. Is Spain in lockdown? No, lockdown. Spain's not in a lockdown right now. Um, oh, never mind then. But I'm seeing something from February that says it is open to fans, but I'm also seeing something from April that says no fans again. So I'm gonna re- I'm gonna read quickly. Y'all, I'll come back to something. Be the Silverstone Grand Prix as friends. At least I can go to that. Yeah. Excited well, for that. 
but you know, summarize the race, uh, like Vettel, good race. Like, yeah, a lot of people had some decent races, kind of a typical race. And now we're going to move into our segment, tops and flops, where we, if you haven't listened to our podcast before, we were, um, we picked the top five drivers and the bottom five drivers, rank them and uh, list them and rank them, give them a ranking out of 10. Yep. And we always start with the worst, with the worst driver, drivers. Can we all agree? One, two, three. Mazepin. Mazepin. Yeah. Exactly. No, there was no, 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 nothing to say more than that. And if I'm being honest, I think the second's Ricardo. Yeah, Ricardo. Yeah. I mean, he had a decent race. Yeah, but you don't just, I don't think the McLaren is like saying, like, if Lewis, not Lewis, is saying, like, science qualified P16, you wouldn't accept that, would you? No, I would not. Exactly. No. Yeah. Uh, but I think I don't think there's gonna be fans next weekend. By the way, in Spain, which is really depressing. Yeah, mm. I would definitely. Um, I would obviously, yeah. Mazepin, worst driver, two out of ten. Yeah, you're get, that's generous. <laughs> <laughs> he finished, and he didn't spin. And you know, Formula One cars are difficult to drive, so I'll give him a two. Okay, fair enough. All right, so... I, I respect your generosity towards him. Mm-hmm. I'll give him a Ricardo. one. He, he our a second one. Yeah, like Ricardo. 4.55. Bad, bad qualifying. You know what? If we're judging them on the race, though, like... You, you kind of have to... has that much space, that, that much uh, pace? Because line... You still there? Oh, you're oh. muted. Hello? Oh, there we go. He's oh, back. Man. He's back. He's back. Sorry. Uh, Arian just went out for uh, went out to the concession stand, stepped out like uh, <laughs> Mazepin's rear end steps out. Yeah, he exactly. He had a smoke real quick. He's back. He's back. <laughs> yeah. What I was saying is like Lando managed to stay in front of uh, Leclerc. He's four. He was finished four or five seconds ahead, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, he finished. But, but Ricardo, I just I wouldn't really five something like that seconds ahead something like that. I wouldn't really put Ricardo. Who I'm gonna put in that fourth, this, uh, like the second worst of the weekend is Raikkonen. Just terrible. Oh yeah, I found Raikkonen. Forgot horrible, about him. Horrible performance from him. Yeah, like he, four seconds ahead of. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm coming back at you. Four seconds ahead of Leclerc. Cool, cool. Yeah, he uh, Raikkonen. You run into the back of your teammate, completely your fault. Teammate didn't do anything wrong. Rookie mistake, knocking yourself out of the race, and the possibility of maybe picking up a point is yeah. just not good. Right? And at least Mazepin like finished the race. He might have been a minute behind his teammate in nineteenth, but he finished. Yeah. So, uh, so but then yeah, the number three. Well, to be fair, that that also might be because he wasn't battling anyone for the majority of the race because he he was blue flagged enough times that he just had to let them go by. Yeah, exactly. Which exactly. slows you down a lot. But yeah, number three, uh, Ricardo. Danny Rick. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Number four. Uh, Danny Ricardo. I'll give him like I'll give him like a four out of ten. They're terrible qualifying. Oh, number four, Yuki. No, I would say number three, Yuki. I'm sorry. Well, number four, I was gonna give to. Uh, He's qualified yeah, bad and had a four. bad race as well. Fourth, he's fourth. Had a decent race. 
I was going to give it to Stroll. He got uh, knocked out in Q1 or 2. I forget. Just absolutely nowhere. And his teammate qualified. Do you think Danny Rick had a worse weekend than Stroll? In my opinion, I would say no. Weekend, I think his expectations were a little bit higher. So it hurt Danny a little Rick bit did more. did pretty well in the race. Him yeah, if we're talking about... 16 to 9th, but quality, he shouldn't have been there at all. Yeah, if we're talking about race, like the racing only, then I would I wouldn't even put Ricardo on that list. I would put yeah, but weekend wise, um, let me find my list. I would put uh, so I think if we do it race only, it would be Mazepin worst, uh, Riken in second Reichen worst, in. and then I would put uh, Stroll. Yeah, uh-huh. then Ricardo. Uh, sorry, not Ricardo. Then you Vettel. Can't. Then Russell. I think Vettel had a good weekend. Getting 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 P ten. What about you? You had a shit weekend. Vettel well, finished thirteen. Yeah, but to be Vettel. honest, that that is the that is the place for that Simone. Because uh, like Danny Rick didn't didn't qualify as high as he did. I don't Alonso, necessarily agree Alonso with you that that's Q3. the place for that Aston Martin. Not competing with the likes of McLaren and Ferrari. I don't think they're quick enough. Yeah, they they would be marginally behind, but he finished behind Giovinazzi, and. Pierre Gasly, which feel I feel Yuki Sonoda had a worse weekend than Vettel. That's for sure, because at least Vettel outperformed his teammate in quality and in the race. Yeah, Yuki Sonoda. I'm just looking at the results right now. Yeah, Gasly qualified P9. Uh, Yuki Sonoda's like 14th, but Vettel was yeah Vettel P10 to P13. I guess isn't a terrible weekend. So yeah, I'll put like so Mazepin worst of the weekend. Yeah. Raikkonen. Then Ricardo, then um, I would put Stroll, yeah, or Sonoda, and then and then Russell. Yeah, Russell had some problems uh, with his car. I'm not yeah. entirely sure. I kind of forget what those problems were. He did have issues. Uh, I think, I think the they car. were balance issues or something. If I'm not, yeah, if I'm not, not, not mistaken. There's so many things that can go wrong with those cars, and yeah, but qualifying P11 to P16. They're not great. And he just wasn't really anywhere. So I think those are the five worst. If I was to put a sixth person in this list, Botas mm-hmm. finished, finished on yeah, the podium. True. You true. just got trounced by your teammate. It should just not be that bad. But it, and, that Sabo happens every weekend. He has a bad weekend every weekend, but it, or at least it looks to, it seems that way nowadays. But I'm not giving him any I'm not giving him any leeway. Because yeah. he's bad all the time? Fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. yeah and fair. Hamilton, before we get onto our tops of our tops and flops, can we talk about how Hamilton, this is the part of the race that really kind of annoyed me. I do not me. want to talk about Hamilton anymore. I have, I'm fed up of how he keeps winning. <laughs> well, but sorry, well, continue. His wins are deserved, but we'll, True, we'll I'll bring sure. it up. He was just like, guys, I'm struggling on these. My, my rears are toast. My tires aren't working. And then he just absolutely gets on rails. It, he, he was going faster than anyone on the circuit. Fastest lap, fastest lap, fastest lap. It was just sad. Every single time, every single time he does it. It's always like, yeah, guys, my, Bono, my tires are gone. Or Bono, my tires are toast. Or Bono, I, you know, I can't feel my legs. Bono, I, the diff is off. Uh, the, my brakes are cold. My whatever. And then he just pumps out fastest lap. So. Dude, every like every race that guy's not supposed to win, he wins. 
<laughs> this one, I kind of expected him to win, though. Like, I did expect him to win this race. Yeah, but you were talking about earlier in the podcast how at one point you thought he was going to finish third, and then he just pulled it out of his yeah. ass. To, like, that's what I'm talking about. Every yeah, race I mean, he he's deserves... not supposed to win, he wins. He's incredible. It took him a while to be in that position. Like, it took him a while. To be there. Oh, for sure. He's the greatest driver the greatest. of all time. Second greatest driver. He's still racing. He's, the LeBron, he's, he's the one Le- of the greatest. If you follow the NBA, he's the LeBron James to um, Michael Schumacher's Michael Jordan. Yes. Yeah. Basically. There's yeah. no real comparison. But, yeah, Hamilton, just an unbelievable weekend uh, from him. And just, but just a little, it's just a little bit of that. He's like, gives you that glimmer of hope that maybe Verstappen might win and then steals it from you. But moving on. So my fifth, my fifth best driver will be my number five is Alonso. Number yeah, he had a great on. weekend. I'm with you, Adam. Yeah. So are we all agreeing? Number five, uh, Arian has uh, left. Hello. Uh, oh, there he's back. I'm here. He just, I mean, I would just have it. <laughs> he just went out for the birth of his child. Yeah. <laughs> just real quick. Say, real quick. Quick labor. But okay. yeah, number five. Number five. I would say number five, Alonzo. Number four, um, Akon. I was going to say number four, Norris. Good weekend. I would yeah. Hard in. I agree with you. I think it's just because we expect it from him, it doesn't mean that he's going to do it. Edging. Like finish seeing where his teammate finished at least, and then how he was like around 10 12 seconds away from Perez, which isn't too bad if you look at the context of the race. But Ocon yeah. qualified, Ocon qualified sixth to Alonso's 13th. Yeah, Alonso had a great, I would say, I would switch up Ocon and Alonso. But Ocon finished P7, only getting overtaken by Leclerc, where Alonso. I would PA. switch perhaps there were a lot of guys that had pretty solid races. I, I I think I'd put Norris at number five. I'd give him like I think a seven out of ten. Yeah. Same. And Agree with you. Alonzo coming from thirteenth to finish right behind your teammate by like one second. I think yeah. it was. One yeah. second. That's number four. Ocon, great qualifying. I know we don't really count the qualifying. But Ocon number I'm, three. I'm, I, I, I think we could. I mean, we're looking at the weekend overall anyway. Because mm-hmm. your qualifying performance does affect the race performance anyway, doesn't it? So I think, yeah, I would say Norris, five, four, Ocon, five, Alonzo. Sorry, sorry three, oh, Alonzo. Sorry. Right. Well, I think we're going to have to... It's uh, like midnight for me. I'm a bit sleepy. But um, Agree to, uh, agree to yeah. disagree. Yeah. So five, Norris. Then, yeah. Yeah. Five, Norris. I'd put four. Alonzo number four, okay. Ocon number three. Uh, I'd give Ocon like an eight out of ten. Yeah. Uh, Alonzo, eight out of ten as well. Norris, eight out of ten. Oh, Norris had an amazing qualifying. Absolutely yeah. miles ahead of his teammate. Yeah. Really yeah. solid race to bring home P5. Yeah. Just He wasn't there with the Perez, Bottas, Verstappen, uh, Hamilton group, but he was better. He was the best of the rest. He was in front of everyone else. So solid race from him. Number two, Verstappen. The car just didn't have the car. He did blow his uh, qualifying a little bit. That was his fault. And he did ruin his fastest lap. 
but yeah, he kept yeah. up, and he I think he really got everything out of that car. And if yeah. he qualified in pole, he probably would have been overtaken by the Mercedes anyway. Exactly. So exactly. Eight, I would say eight, eight out of ten as well. I think eight yeah. out of ten. Yeah, for sure. And number and then, one. I would say two max. Number one, of course, the one and only, the goat, Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. Get yeah, in there. What Lewis. else is now? <laughs> Lewis is another day, another tires another day. being gone by Lewis. Another day, another Bono. My tires are gone. Bono, we did it. I can't believe it. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, that's pretty much it. We did our tops and flops. Did a quiz. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about what happened in the race? I think we pretty much covered everything. That oh, was yeah, we, we summed it up no, pretty, I think we got everything. Really very well. I think we yeah. got everything. We're good. All right, so, so moving on. Quick prediction for the Spain Grand Prix. Moving on. You know what? I think we should start that as well. We're going to introduce that segment. Yeah. We kind of messed around with it, but we're going to really Real uh, quick. do it. So the predictions. Uh, so okay, two I'll predictions go. each. Arian, okay. what are yours? I'll start two I predictions. I'm going to write mine down. Okay, one controversial, one normal. Fair? Okay. I expect to see Valtteri Bottas on the top step of the podium. All right? And the uh, the normal one, uh, Perez will be a lot closer to Max. Interesting. I... Yep. Mine are sort of similar, but... And when I mean similar, I mean the complete opposite. <laughs> uh, Botas will not finish in the points. Ooh. DNFs count. I, I, okay. I firmly believe he's going to DNF. Uh, or he just won't finish in the points. That one's really, like, probably, like, not going to happen. I, I, I think he'll finish in the points. But, and Max B2. I want him to win. You know, I'm going to change that. Scratch that last one. Max P1. Max will win the race. Botas not in the points. Um, okay. My controversial Mark, my controversial one is I think we're going to have I'm gonna go real controversial. I'm gonna say Alonzo podium in Spain. Uh, wow. <laughs> Oh that, wow. That's real Mark. controversial. I don't think it's going to happen by any means, but you know, let's have a little fun. And what I think actually could happen is I I think we're going to see a very similar grid to what we normally see. Uh in mm-hmm. what I mean by that is it's going to be like I don't know, Hamilton Max 1 2 and then like you know yeah. Perez 4 area. Who knows what happens? You know, maybe we see uh maybe we see a Norris take P3 or uh or a Leclerc take P three, someone in the, someone of that nature, but it's going to be normal. I think that's my so, normal prediction: is it's going to be a normal race. <laughs> so is the prediction just going to be <laughs> ham bot ver? Yeah, yeah, or ham ver bot ver bot whatever. Hamilton Bottas and Verstappen on the podium. Yeah, that's my normal prediction, basically. And who knows? Maybe we throw in a little little sauce for P four. But other than that, yeah, normal prediction. But you know. Alonzo, well, Alonzo podium, exciting Grand Prix. That's Alonzo, Alonzo P three next weekend. You heard it here first. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. I don't think that's gonna happen. No, yeah, you, you heard it here first. All right. <laughs> so, moving on, two big things happened in the past week. One of them, Canadian Grand Prix was canceled. Uh, they just couldn't get the money. 
really sucks. Uh, that's but that it, it it is what it is. But the second thing, you probably you listener, you probably already have heard of it. If you haven't and you would like to read about it, uh, check us out on our website at www.theundercutpod.ca. Uh, we wrote a blog about it that just kind of talked about this topic, which I should mention. Sprint races. F1 races. approved Saturday sprint races at three venues in 2021. I like uh, Silverstone is one of them. Yeah. Wait, so what are your guys' thoughts? I'm a I fan. like it, but it I'm won't change fan. anything. Oh, I'm the opposite. I, I I love the idea of sprint races. I'm I'm very excited for it. Mm-hmm. Generally, don't think like the teams like Williams, um, Alfa Romeo. Things could change up the order that much unless we have a crazy sprint where someone spins out or something. Well, like well, that sure, less practice. I, I think I, I think it adds a little bit more excitement to the weekend rather than just a normal. I, I love the idea of it. I love the idea of it. I just don't know how effective it will be. What do you mean how effective it'll be? It's just it's just gonna happen. It'll it'll be no, I mean the idea of it is to stop the Red Bull dominance, right? No, it's but that's not getting... that's no, I don't think that's gonna happen. I just think it's gonna I think it's gonna add a little bit like it's gonna add a level of something else to the weekend, a little bit of spice. Yeah, the idea the idea behind yeah, it is to shake up is to add more entertainment for fans for the weekend. Which is exactly what it's gonna do. Yeah, I'm so so how it will lay out Friday will be an hour long FP one session, um, and then a normal qualifying on Friday, Saturday, yeah. an FP two session with a yeah. hundred kilometer sprint race, and then Sunday will be the full distance Grand Prix. Yeah, that one is going to be tough when you start putting uh, important sessions like a qualifying. Like I haven't missed a qualifying since. Uh, 2018 and i also haven't missed a race since 2018 but if you start putting qualifyings you know and stuff that i like to watch on fridays yeah that's that's going to be you know if it's at 6 p.m that's going to be like 12 p.m like i'm working we we, we all have jobs unfortunately podcasting that uh, doesn't pay the bills quite yet but i think that's going to be a little bit of a problem but at the same time yeah qualifying won't be as important yeah. And the hundred kilometer, uh, like in the sprint race, it just it just messes. I just think it messes a little bit with the DNA of the sport. Like it just. Oh no! It definitely does. I don't think it. I I don't think it should be something they do every race. But I th- I think mm-hmm. like what they're trying right now, three times a season. I don't know. Maybe every once in a while, switch up switch up where it is every year so that different fans get to see it. Uh, it mm-hmm. does add that extra level of excitement that sometimes qualifying is lacking um do you know what i mean definitely so yeah i don't definitely i don't think it i don't think it hinders the sport in any way i I think it's just new i think how it hinders the sport like the concerns are the cost obviously but f1 just got around that giving the teams an extra 500 grand for those three races i'm going to interrupt you one second (laughs) someone commented on our twitch this ain't Fortnite. <laughs> no, it is not. Is it a Formula is One? Fortnite. It is a Formula One podcast. This is not Fortnite. We're Formula One only. Fortnite. Uh <laughs> that's pretty funny though. Going back to so on Saturday, hundred kilometer sprint qualifying. That's a third of the race distance. Um, you know, it's just if you win that race, it 
especially because they're giving points, does it take away from the win on the Grand Prix on Sunday? You guys think? Uh, no, 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 I don't think it does. Only if it can. So I don't think it does, but it can, if that makes sense. If you look at it as a different way to qualify and it's winning that sprint race is basically like setting yourself up on pole, then, mm. then yes. Uh, or then no, I don't think it takes away from it. But if you look at it as just like, well, there's two races this weekend. Yeah, it does take away from the win. I just think that as fans, you have to separate it from the race itself, like the full length race. Yeah. And look at look at it as a qualifying, and, and basically, quality, basically, yeah, and 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 basically see it as, hey, um, if I win this race, it's pull. That's all it is. It's not the. It's not a race when it's pull. Yeah, and on and on their record, like the their F one record, like if Hamilton wins the sprint race and then wins the Grand Prix, it's not two wins no. on his record. If it's this like hundred and second win, it only counts as a one win, which you know is nice. And it is a hundred kilometers. Like they can do that without um, without making a pit stop. So they just basically are going to turn the engines up and just kind of go for it. You know, turn the engines up. Uh, actually, now that I say that, that, probably won't happen because it's just extra kilometers. But they're also not doing an FP three session, so. That they'll do a lot of qualifying trim, uh, racing uh, uh, practice on FP1 on Friday, some race sim for the sprint race on Saturday, and then each Saturday as well for um, race to collect data from that. I mean, but, the idea of this practice more exciting for us fans, and I don't think it's racing wise. Yeah, change much in my opinion. It's no, just gonna it be. It's just gonna be so weird. Like, there's something yeah, about they do it in F two. If you watch F two, to be honest, I do watch weird. a lot of F two. I do watch a lot of F two. For me, it won't be that different. But people who just watch F one for the sake of watching F one, people yeah. who like aren't avid fans just watch the weekend. Yeah. Like, watch the Sunday. Mm-hmm. It'd be very confusing for them what happened on the Saturday. Yeah, yeah. No, like, like if you like if you watch F two, then it won't be that great. It won't be that different. It's just yeah, with I the watch, best drivers in the world instead of a feeder series. Yeah, I watch like I watch F two as well. But with F one, there's just really something special about waking up Sunday morning or Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon and watching the cars like truly race, and it's a build up for an entire week. And I just think like waking up and there's like. Okay, so Mercedes is yeah, Mercedes is really strong in the in the race pace, uh, really strong in qualifying. But is the race pace going to hold up? Is Red Bull going to be able to do this? So as a as a counter to that, here's my next question: Do you not think that the sprint race may create some like weekend rivalries that you wouldn't have seen before? For example, mm-hmm. someone fucks someone over in the sprint race, they come back the next day going, "Oh, now I want vengeance. Like I'm going to try, I'm going to work harder yeah. to get where I need to be, just to f- specifically screw this guy over." Yeah. Is that not a possibility that you get like you get more action out of it because you now have uh, a lead up race to the race where you build that rivalry or those rivalries? And, yeah, I, I that's also I think will make. Haven't seen it before in F one. We have seen it with F two, F three, and we haven't like in the world best driver, the world best cars. Definitely shake things up a little bit, but I don't see it work. I I don't see it being a sustainable thing for the future. My in my opinion, I think, it'll, I think I think it'll be fun as a novelty. I don't think it's forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you know changing 
there are pros and cons to it, but we're going to be focusing on the cons a little bit. The pros yeah. is it's more racing. Now you get 405 kilometers a weekend of racing, which I like. Um, if I'm being honest, like sorry to interrupt you, but if I'm being honest, the cars we currently have, they're very hard to follow. Sprint race is going to be very hard on the drivers, like because especially places, I mean, they're not doing it, but Silverstone normally has pretty good grip. For example, it's a rainy weekend. They don't have that great grip, and the, it's already so hard to follow these cars right now. The sprint race has become like a horrendous drive for the drivers, and just about who makes a mistake first is going to go down the order. Yeah, I think, yeah, like the, the who makes the mistake first, and like if, you know, if Botas or Hamilton or anyone messes up in the qualifying then they're oh. going to be on the back foot of the race if you get a puncture or if you lose your front wing and you have to make a pit stop when no one else is making pit stops in the race you're going to be on the back foot because there's no yeah. i can stop earlier and put hard tires on that's true it's a, but it also I opens think, up more more potential you know uh wet races and and exciting racing that you get out of it there's so many pros and cons. We can go back and forth about that. We can make a whole podcast on this, like on, on the idea of sprint races. Like Any one more soon? con that I want to. One more con that I want to bring up before we go because uh, we do need to wrap things up. We've transcended the hour mark. I was like, yeah, we've been going for an hour ten. We're at an wow. hour ten. Yeah, pretty midnight where I am, and it's midnight. Uh the only other con is I think the data that the car, the teams are going to get, it just are going to get, will make the Sunday race a little bit more boring because you understand mm. where the car is strung. You do all of these race simulations. You know how the tires operate under a hundred kilometer span. Yeah. It's a third of the race distance. This isn't like a 15, 10 lap, you know, sprint race. That's, 50 oh, kilometers it might well, be a fi- I mean, it might be a 10 15 lap race depending on the track yeah like 15 maybe but and yeah 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 15 around spa love- but yeah but it just might it just might root like a hamper the race on sunday because the teams know how the car behaves under racing conditions and then the teams just get to know the tracks a little bit more so there'd be less be less mystery. Like I'm not waking up Sunday morning thinking, okay, who like will Mercedes have this amazing race pace like they've had in qualifying, yeah. or will Max be able to catch up? See, but I don't know if that's well, I true. That. I, I don't I know if that, that because that's true. I, I just agree with Mercedes that. have amazing race pace on Saturday. Yeah, but every like, the, that's a beautiful thing about this. Uh, like F1 is you never know what's going to happen, and it's so volatile because there the, there are cars going 300 kilometers an hour an inch from each other, no matter like taking corners. You mm-hmm. you don't know. That's yeah. what I think is so beautiful about this sport. You never ever 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 know what's going to happen in a, in a race weekend. You sort of have an idea because like you know that Lewis is going to like Lewis and Max are going to like try to win, and then you have you've got like Haas and. Uh, and um, what's him called? Williams at the back of the pack, Damn. sure. Yeah. But you have um, but you have weekends like, like Monza twenty twenty, where mm-hmm. you have a <laughs> like a, not Imagine out of Pierre nowhere, Gasly Pierre Gasly, Gasly wins and yeah, like Pierre Gasly is the winner. So that that it just opens up to more, to more of that happening in my eyes, and I think that's so cool. So I guess we'll wait and so we'll uh, wait and see. There's also other confusions. Like it will be figured out. We'll get more details soon. Uh, there's like one question I raise is uh, if you 
qualify on pole on the Friday qualifying. Is that the pole position or is the sprint race the pole position? I think it would be the qualifying on Friday, right? Okay, no, the qualifying on Friday, I feel like, is your... Is, That's the pole. That, no, your qualifying on Friday is your pole position for... The, is Like, is how you position yourself for the sprint race, I'm sure. And then the, no, the finishing of the sprint race is um, how you would start... Like, if you won the sprint race, that's pole for the actual I know, race. It's the same Mick Schumacher gets pole position on the Friday qualifying and no other races in the season. Will he have one pole position on his record? Or if he wins the sprint race, is that the pole position? Yeah, I think, it is I think, the Friday. No, I think it's the Saturday. I think if you win the sprint race, that's the pole position for the weekend. So that count, that goes on your record as pole position? I believe. Or maybe, a, yeah, I, you'd think so. Or like a, I think you, it, it, would, it, could be, it could be like a, a completely separate count. How do they do it in F2? It would be, I feel like it would be the same thing. Like it would be. F, F2 is the qualifying on the pole. So I think it'll be that, yeah. it'll be that same thing. Yeah. But. We will wait. Friday decides the grid for the Saturday, and Saturday decides the grid for the Sunday. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. how it I was be. talking about. I was talking about when it gets put on your record, but we will have to wait and see. Uh, do you guys have anything uh, else you would like to talk about before we sign off? Uh, I am uh, good. Nope. I just want to say follow us on Instagram, yep. Facebook, yep. Twitter, uh, all at the Undercut Pod. Um, TikTok as well. Go to our and TikTok now. Yes, go to our website at www.theundercutpod. Dot .ca mm-hmm. um yep. make sure you go look at all of the pictures of Adam's winning smile and uh <laughs> and come check us out we have new blog posts every week we're all, we're always active on, on social media and uh I don't know what the heck is happening with our audio right now but uh thank, God thank you for listening we appreciate you you guys are the yep. reason we do this and we will see you guys next week yes sir bye everyone ciao bye bye